Welcome to Arguments with Words, the podcast where prop tech and mortgage leaders meet to talk marketing, branding, and the future of real estate. Now here's your host, Neil Helsper. Welcome to the show. Today we're here with James Schlimmer, who is CEO and founder at eFisbo. James, thanks for coming on. Neil, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. First, let's just talk about eFisbo and what you're working on, because you've got something that I think is going to be a pretty revolutionary and different option in the space. Tell us what it's all about. I appreciate that. Yeah, eFisbo, what we're working on here is changing real estate. The problem in the market is 10% of the residential real estate transactions are for sale by owner. I use the metaphor that uh, for sale by owner sellers are literally crawling through glass to get their transaction done. So we created eFisbo, which is a 100% online listing to close solution, create an online listing for them, integrated with the closing company, handle the closing, get under contract. We do the complete 3D VR tour, walk through 360, all the bells and whistles with that technology and uh, amazing customer support, soup to nuts for them solution. So we're, we've been working on it for a couple years now, and we're launching this listing to close platform here in uh, two weeks in Florida. What have you found in the past? Because I like I love that it's a all in one solution. Because I imagine that anybody doing a for sale by owner does run into some roadblocks. Maybe they figure out part of it, but the title part is difficult or something. Have, what have you found is like what are those sticking points for people in the past? Where do they get hung up when they try to do this by themselves? So the biggest parts, number one is uh, a seller has valuation questions, which, Mm. and let me be clear on this, right? There will always be a need for great real estate agents. And our solution that we're going for, we're trying to cater specifically, our blue ocean is specifically for sale by owner sellers who are committed to do it on their own. Great real estate agents are amazing at, hey, what is my home worth? Right. Yeah. They know they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on in the market. But usually the first question is, hey, what is my home worth? Right. So yeah. sellers need help with that. And eFisbo will help with that. We offer 10 comparable sales. We've got a real-time home valuation component with uh, some data integrations we're, we're, we're partnered with. The second step is they need an online list. Uh, how do you organize that? How do you go about doing that? How do you take wonderful photos for the home? We want to remove the friction in that standpoint and have our own employee, our 3D property scanner, head out to the house, conduct a complete 3D scan, photos, drone footage, floor plan design, all of the assets, I guess is the best way where a a seller that's doing it on their own, they're usually just taking iPhone photos. Yeah. So now they have a complete professional package to be able to add to their listing. Another component where I think there's friction in the real estate transaction is when the property inspection is ordered. Every eFisbo listing will have a property inspection on it for a buyer to look at before they make an offer. So immediately at the end of the listing wizard, the seller's scheduling their third-party property inspection. And we've got a great integration with Inspectify. Josh and his team have been wonderful. But I believe a buyer having that information up front will make the transaction much smoother. Then you get into how do I prepare the paperwork? So the purchase agreement or sales contract, the HOA disclosures, and so forth. All of that we're taking care of. There's multiple sticky points in a transaction for a for sale by owner. And then you can end it with how do I close the deal? Where do I go to? 
in having everything integrated in from soup to nuts, from listening to close, as we say, we believe is going to be a much easier process. And if you add great customer support that understands real estate closings, that's experienced in transactions, it's just the the cherry on top of the sundae. Because there's no replacing human person, a personal interaction during a real yeah. estate transaction. It's an emotional sale for a seller. It's their home. A buyer, it's very emotional. There's a huge life milestone that's taking place that um, I don't think you could ever replace 100% with pure technology. But what eFISBO we're doing here is we've got amazing tech and we've got experienced support hand in hand. And that doesn't exist today in the market. Yeah, I like that mix of you're giving people guidance, but also maybe providing a little bit of a buffer for the buyer and the seller and giving them a process to follow. Because you're right, it's an extremely emotional process. And I think there's a reason that there's been an inter- intermediary there in the past because things can get heated. And people, especially on the seller side, people are very protective of what they own. So I love that. Absolutely. Speaking of the, you know, kind of like your blue ocean strategy, how did you decide to develop something for the for sale by owner space? Because there's certainly a lot of disruption out there in the brokerage space. People saying like, oh, we're going to provide agents, but for less, we're going to provide agents for a flat fee. What inspired you to kind of like ignore all that and say, well, here's this completely underserved market? I mean, was it was it just the opportunity that you saw? How, how did the idea develop? So I worked in title insurance industry for the last 10 years, owned a title company. I've done thousands of real estate closings. And we would get phone calls and you get phone calls from sellers that say, hey, I know who I want to sell my property to. Yeah. So it's a uh, not an arm's length transaction. I know who I want to sell to. I just want to get under contract and close. Can you help? And you get enough of those phone calls and then you get enough of uh, home sellers that are unhappy with their real estate agent. So this is why I say there will always be a market for great real estate agents. Mm-hmm. However, in any market, I believe throughout the country, you can see that. of the agents do over 90% of the work. Yeah. So there are frustrated sellers saying, geez, I can't believe I'm giving up 6% of my purchase price or my sale price to a real estate agent that just threw a lockbox and threw it on the MLS. So looking at those two components where it was, well, hey, maybe there is an opportunity for this. And yeah, 90% of the focus is on agents. 10% of the focus last year was for sale by owner. Nobody's looking at that market. So it just makes so much sense to go after it, uh, launch, get some listings in, close, and perfect that experience for those home sellers and buyers. And I'll be happy as heck when we do that. Yeah. I appreciate this is like a disruptive solution, but you're not, it's not like combative because there's a lot of startups out there like, we're going to put the whatever industry out of business, right? And But I like the acknowledgement that like there are transactions that where you need an agent there are things that agents do well, but there's also this target audience that is determined to do it a certain way. And you're the service that can help them uh, accomplish yeah. that. I would say for eFISBO, on the, uh, we're on the contrary. Again, I will stand, I have worked with amazing real estate agents and they're worth every single penny yeah. when they know everything about the property, everything about the neighborhood, everything about the homeowner association board, what's on the agenda, what's going on with special assessments, when's it increasing, how much is the water bill, who are the county commissioners? I mean, great Tom Brady style real estate agents are are amazing. And what we're trying to do too, and we're actually working on this now, even though we're launching eFISBO in 15 days, we already have our version 2.5, which brings real estate agents into the fold 
allowing real estate agents to leverage our technology. And you start getting into the metahuman technology, the VR technology, the walkthrough 360, the virtual closing specialist and so forth. So you'll see here, we're we're working on enhancing eFISBO to allow agents to take advantage of the latest, greatest tech. What's the, as you prepare to launch, what kind of feedback have you gotten from people so far? Are you getting pretty encouraging feedback? You got like with every startup, like naysayers, like, oh, you might be careful about this. What what are you hearing from people as you so tell them about the focus this? Groups, the focus group part, and I would imagine anybody that would be in my, my shoes, that's always the very nerve wracking. Yeah. Because you could you know, believe so much in your idea. But when you start sitting down and seeing the focus group, seeing the recordings, seeing sellers and so forth, universally, why doesn't this already exist? Yeah. Is what we're hearing, which is wonderful. That's exactly what we want to hear. Are there folks within the industry that bring up amazing points on things that we need to be aware of? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, are there going to be haters? Maybe, more than likely. But there's enough home sellers that are in our core demographic that are just saying, I can't believe this exists. And this is off the most minuscule of of assets that they're looking at, whether it's a landing page or the fan wrap or commercials that we're looking at. The, The focus group folks have been the most encouraging part of the whole process. It's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, really good indication that people haven't even experienced it yet. You're getting that kind of positive feedback. That's cool. Yeah. So... I know you're launching it like in a, a, I think you said a limited market, the plan to go long-term plan to go statewide, region-wide, nationwide. What are your kind of, what are your goals with it? Yeah, we're focused on a a specific market in Florida, which will be Cape Coral, Florida. We want to be able to go for one year and capture a certain level of that market and really be able to, like anything, find the holes in the boat, be able to plug the holes, perfect the systems straight through. And then we have the ability to open up to the state of Florida and then we can uh, expand throughout the United States is our plan. Nice. I know EFISBO is just, you know, is your main focus, but you've got your hand in other things. Can you talk about kind of what you're working on in East Africa and what the opportunity is there and how you got involved in that? Yeah. So I have uh, long studied why the U.S. economy is so successful and why other countries, you know, may not be. Their economy yeah. may has just never been kickstarted. And it really just started with, I live in Naples, Florida. I'm very close to Haiti. I have wonderful friends who are Haitian, who do wonderful things for the community. And they're obviously, Haiti is having a very tough time as a country right now. Yeah. But maybe back in 2017, I, I started looking to say, geez, like why can't that economy just get going? So you study why is the US economy? And one of the really huge drivers of our economy are private property rights, specifically trust in private property rights. And when you have trust in private property rights, banks will lend against those properties, allowing that owner to be able to pull capital, whether they're investing in the community, starting businesses, and so forth. It's kind of commonsensical here. But in emerging markets, as in East Africa, they do not have trust in private property rights because the infrastructure, as we know it here in the United States, doesn't yet exist or it's in its infancy. So when I started looking at, man, what would be a great solution for Haiti? Right around that time, I became immersed in blockchain technology. And you start looking to say, you know, blockchain could really be a great solution for trust and private property rights. But 
in 2017, blockchain wasn't sophisticated enough where Ethereum was, where Cardano was, and the other public blockchains, it just wasn't there yet. So 2018, you have some pilot programs that happen with real estate, title registry systems, and so forth. And you start learning. And I have just been kind of a nerd learning on these things. And the partners that I have reached out to me in early January and asked me the question, could eFISBO work in East Africa? And specifically because they don't have centralized MLSs, uh, they don't have a you know a place to be able to market listings in a way like eFisbo can offer. And I specifically asked, like, well, tell me about what's going on over there. And it turns out affordable housing, just like it is you know in Florida for that matter, where I live, affordable housing in these emerging markets is a critical pillar in their in the government's initiative. And I immediately say, well, you can't truly have affordable housing until you have trust and private property rights. So you need to wring out the wasted costs in a transaction. It's a very long-winded answer. But how do you wring out the costs, the wasted costs? And those wasted costs are the third parties. That's the search fees. That's the escrow agents and so forth. Mm. And that's how we made a living. So when I look about how I made a living for the last 10 years becoming an expert in the data, real property data, and where that data comes from, from a municipality, it was very easy to see that the data is disorganized. And it's disorganized because in the US, we built our infrastructure 30, 40 years ago based on the tech that existed then. Yeah. Well, these emerging markets have the ability to build their infrastructure on the technology that exists today, which is levering, bl- leveraging blockchain. But not only leveraging blockchain for proof of ownership, so who owns that that property, but what about direct connections to all the real property databases that have to do with any information on that parcel and having that funnel in? And what I'm talking about there is what we created with Beatrice, our blockchain estate title registry system. So we've been able to, uh, which would it be incorporated into eFISBO in the journey? So essentially, we're looking at our eyes are set on those emerging markets in East Africa and really trying to reinvent what that public registry, that public land registry or public records is to be the most efficient, streamlined way to be able to have all the information on a property, everything if you ever wanted to do with that property, whether it be a transfer, a lease, liens, judgments, and so forth, and have everything instantly reconciled, instantly trusted, because it all flows through, uh, in our case, the Cardano public blockchain is what we're building on. And essentially, you have a transaction that can go from listing all the way to close the most efficient way possible and cost-effective way possible. So it's a huge undertaking that we're, we're, we're after there, but yeah. it's also something that's uh, extremely gratifying to work on because it's not rocket science what we're doing. It's just if the U.S. or any of the 3,700, almost 3,700 municipalities in the U.S. had the chance to build their infrastructure in 2023-24, they would build it this way. There's no question. It's just we're archaic over here in that in that regard, and we have all the information siloed off in databases that nobody knows where to go to, nobody knows where to find. And that's why title examiners exist. It's a long-winded answer. No, it's a great answer. I've never thought about what you're saying, that like the property rights are kind of the bedrock of the whole system because with property rights, you can get a mortgage with a 
the ability to get a mortgage, then you have more disposable income. Disposable income creates a consumer economy and the whole thing like keeps snowballing. That it never occurred to me because, because we take it for granted in the US. We um, do. In the, in the US, I believe the number is 80% of, you know, the I'm saying 5 million residential real estate transactions. I understand it's down to 4.1 right now, but, you know, usually it's about 5 million residential real estate transactions jumped yeah. up to six and change, but say 5 million. 80% of those involve financing, right? That buyer is getting a loan to be able to acquire that property. Well, in certain markets in East Africa, I mean, it's they haven't even broken 15%. And yeah. the reason why is because the banks don't trust who owns the property. They're still land grabbing. There's still gender inequality when it comes to property rights. There's a real need for solutions based on today's technology and blockchain is the answer unequivocally. And blockchain, the way we're doing it with not only just the owner of record, but about 14 other data sets that have to do with that property is what we're building with Beatrice. Uh, what, it's an exciting project. What, um, with a, like the better quality of data or verification that blockchain enables, what would be the long-term effect versus the, like the current US system? What it would be cheaper title insurance, no need for title insurance, like because it can be verified beforehand? Like what are the, you know, versus how we're doing it because we're on the kind of legacy system, what does it enable? What's the clearest benefit? Clearest benefit is, well, twofold, transparency. And when I say, you can say trust and transparency, it's almost a cliche in my world because we've been saying that so much right now, but transparency, just think about, I'm a buyer, I want to be able to buy Neil's property. And I have the ability to go now to that public records, look at your property. And now I can see when was the last time you paid your water bill? Something as simple mm. as that, where the most yeah. frustrating thing for a buyer in the US is they acquire a property and realize that there's an outstanding balance on the water bill, right? Yeah. From that seller, right. they have to inherit that bill. Well, that's 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 one piece. Well, what if there was a, a tenant in there and there were advanced rents collected or what was the rent that was agreed upon? Was it a security deposit? Uh, what about property association dues? It's transparency, that information that is just almost hidden from the property now that we as title professionals know how to go get, how to find, how to verify, how to know it's trusted, and how to analyze the risk. All of that information is instantly available now for the user, whether that be a tenant, whether that be a landlord, whether that be a buyer or the seller, and it's all trusted because it made its way through the public blockchain. So yeah. it's trusted just like public record is trusted today in the US. So with that transparency, you do get lower costs of the transaction. You can actually conduct more transactions easier, simpler, cheaper. And whether that's without title insurance, there's a strong argument for that. Or whether it's out attorneys, if you didn't want an attorney, it's not yeah. saying you don't need an attorney. It's you don't have to have it. Property management is much easier and simpler if you need to specially add in a special assessment to multiple parcels with a click and so forth. That's awesome. Yeah, because even in the US where we think our system is so sophisticated, so much. I had another podcast guest uh, named Nick Marino from TrueLive, and he was talking about how in their search to kind of aggregate data about properties, he's gone to like counties in California where some of their property data is still on CD-ROM, and he had to download it on a phys like from a physical CD. So oh, yeah. the ability to start with the blockchain and and pull data that was created in a 
that was native to digital, like the digital format already, and then be able to verify that data so quickly, that's definitely a huge opportunity. And it's only available in a place that's literally building their their uh, infrastructure out today. Yeah. So that's where you go. That's where you do it. You prove it. You show the case. And then you're able to use that as a model throughout the world. And that's what we're committed to it. So that's uh, it's a huge huge initiative and the team that we have of blockchain developers, smart contract developers, you know, it couldn't be better. So we're excited about it. Yeah. I love the ambition of both of these ventures. This is awesome. As we start to wrap up here, what advice would you give to other founders who are looking to tackle big challenges like this? Like what are some lessons that you've learned so far from both of these experiences or from your past experiences that you would pass on? Man, if, uh, without sounding like, uh, Yoda, from it, <laughs> when the opportunity is right, you know, however, the world, I would say, you know, the, the, the good man upstairs, when he knows it's your time and knows that this is the right time for you to do this, it will happen when it's the wrong time. It won't happen. So I can tell you unequivocally throughout my journey with EFISBO, certain things didn't happen when I wanted it to were failures. There were letdowns. There were agreements that never came to play. There were all these things that didn't happen at the time because either A, I can look back on it and say, I wasn't ready. Our technology wasn't ready. Wouldn't have been able to handle it and so forth. Whereas when it's right, it's right. And it's very clear to see. It's almost like a golden little halo where you're like, ah, this is the way you need to go. So all of a sudden, all the stars align in the right way and you get this very warm feeling knowing you're going down the right path. And that would be the best advice because a lot of folks don't know when to take that first step. And the beauty of having experience is that you have this collection of successes and failures that prove to you that golden halo of it's time to move forward. It's time to walk through this door because yeah. you have all that experience. So the confidence level I feel for what we're doing with eFisbo, with Beatrice, and we have a suite of other resources we're, we're doing as well. I know this is how the stars have aligned for us to go. And we got a great team working on it. So I think that's good advice. I've definitely experienced that too. I, I think when things are ready and you put in the work, like you see those doors start to open. And sometimes you can look back and see when the doors didn't open and you're glad that they didn't, or you see yeah. why, see why it wasn't the right time. I think that's very wise. I like that. Awesome, well, James, thanks for being uh, for joining us. Uh, where can people go to find out more about eFisbo? You can go to eFisbo.com. Uh, starting, I would say, I don't know when this will air. You'll put it out. Yeah. But right around, we're looking at uh, early October to launch. That's so awesome. uh, you'll be able to check that out. You can go to Beatrice.org if you want to, B-E-T-R-S.org, if you want to hear more about the blockchain initiative. And we'll just be, I like to say, we're chopping wood. Our heads are down chopping wood, trying to go after yeah. these big initiatives. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, James. Best of luck. Appreciate it, Neil. Thanks for listening to Arguments with Words, the mortgage and prop tech branding podcast. To learn more about Neil, connect with him on LinkedIn or visit neilhelsberg.com. Oh, 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 oh,